everyone. My name is Kyle, the one true Kyle, and this is Super Duper Debates number four. Four, right? Four. Um, four. And uh, this week's theme is Star Wars. Happy May the 4th, everyone. Um, this is coming out on May the 4th. It's def- not May the 4th yet, but happy May the 4th, everyone, prematurely. Um, in celebration, we are going to do a friendly game of... Uh, Debate, uh, Star Wars themed. So let me introduce the uh, contestants. Uh, contestant number one, uh, my co host, two, podcast of X, Danny. What is up? How's it going, good sir? It's going good, and I'm excited to talk Star Wars, surprisingly enough, in 2020. It's <laughs> <laughs> a rare statement these days. Uh, yeah. Damn. Damn. Shots fired. Uh, Contestant number two, uh, host of the Geekside podcast, Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, just stuck inside and just trying to consume as much Star Wars as possible before this is all over. Nice. Great. And contestant number three, we got a uh, fellow uh, Spider-Man cosplayer, amazing Nightcrawler cosplayer, awesome Nova cosplayer we got danny danny we got two dannys in the house how do i how do i uh what do i call you two a tale of thing two one and thing two there you go <laughs> i gotta get my shirt i'll be back <laughs> uh but are you guys uh you guys excited do you guys have anything to say to one another before we start this game Good luck. <laughs> uh, no yeah. shit talking. No shit talking. All right, you guys are so polite. I'm civil. I'm so civil. I'll, I'll uh, do what he wants. I'll right? do what Kyle wants. You guys are all gonna lose. There, there, you go. there we go. <laughs> Probably right. Shots fired. Fine. I have with me also the uh, title champion uh, and known currently as the Harambe champion. Uh, <laughs> we'll be judging today. Uh, we got Chris in the house. Chris, what is up? I am just excited to be judging again. It was a lot of fun last time. This is this is a wild experience. I hope all of you are prepared to have a lot of fun and also let out a lot of nerd rage. Harambe is watching over us too, so we <laughs> find Harambe. it in here. <laughs> Yes, and it's just oh. us two for now. Uh, maybe we'll get a third judge, but I think uh, I think we might. We might. He just, he just texted me. He said that he just woke up. Give him five minutes. Oh, what? Five you want to like a minutes. fake ad read right now? This, this podcast is sponsored is... by the Cincinnati Zoo that since 2016 is trying to make up for the tragedy that was the death of Harambe. For just a $1 donation to the Cincinnati Zoo, you can save not only Harambe's child, but the other cute fuzzy animals at the Cincinnati Zoo. This podcast is also sponsored by Bubbly, which is the superior sparkling beverage. LaCroix is pretty much hot garbage. I didn't get paid to say that. I, that's my, that's not, we do not share the views that Bubbly share. I, <laughs> He's right. The point is hot garbage. That's hot those, garbage. Are, uh, <laughs> those are our sponsors for the podcast today. And uh, I hope y'all, y'all enjoying it. Kyle, back to you. 
<laughs> see, Harambe, Harambe yanking that child around was a uh, show of uh, respect and honor, and like he was protecting him. Like, if the kid broke yeah. a few bones, so be it. You know, exactly. it's okay. The child didn't, or the 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 gorilla didn't have to die. He did the, the not. Kid, the kid loses. Not. The kid loses a leg. You know what? Just it's fine. They did up. nothing wrong. What would be your weapon against Harambe? You would give you versus Harambe to the fight, fight to the death. Weapon of choice. Oh, dude, I wouldn't fight Harambe. I would just like I would befriend Harambe. I would help him go on a rampage. All right, I go with Hulk hands. Hulk hands? Hulk. Just Hulk. the hands. Just the hands. Just the hands. The old school ones. Okay. It's a little something cushy ones though, like so that it doesn't hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, like if I have to fight him, I might as well make it nice for him. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'd go with both of them. How dare you ask a question like both that? That's my answer to every weapon question. If, if we're going to wait for Jeff, I'm just going to roll this back and start over. All right. Uh, uh, this was a great intro, man. That was uh, a good little. Uh, <laughs> good I should have. Let's keep it. We'll keep, keep it. We'll keep it. We'll keep, the, it. keep it going. You can keep, keep this part in how you want it to cut it out. Like that's even part of the blooper part. Yeah, I'll, I'll just make a cut. I'll make a cut. Um, <laughs> this can be like the deleted scene that goes on Instagram. <laughs> the sponsor commercial and then this stuff that you do. <laughs> uh, I think we got uh, we got time for another ad read. If this uh, this podcast <laughs> battlefront battlefront. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by EA's Star Wars Battlefront 2, where if you're really aching to get your warfare on in the Star Wars realm, that's where you can do it. to the Battlefront 2 in 2005. Yeah. If you, you really, make your there you go. If you really, the, really just want EA to just ram something right up your ass and take all your money, yeah, yeah. yeah it's the game. Yeah. Yeah. Folks. I was about to say that. You're <laughs> <laughs> like loot boxes. Woo! Have you guys it's played like the newer the version? Like the updated uh, version? Uh, I've played uh, it from day one to now, and from the first day to now, it's just it's too different. It's pretty much just the, what we have now is Battlefront Three at this point. Like it, it's yeah. just a completely different game. Now it's good. Yeah, it's like I Overwatch. still hate Heroes versus Overwatch. Overwatch got bad. Oh yeah, it gets boring quick, right? Yeah, it was or not good. just that. I think just like the heroes are too broken to fight each other. That too. Like supremacy is like the definitive game mode. For it's that, legit for that old school Battlefront right there. It, yeah, it's, it's so good. And if they are, because right now they're working on Battlefield Six or whatever. That's gonna be a modern game, so I think it's gonna be Battlefield Six. So all the people from Battlefront were told, "Hey, cut this off. We're gonna go work on a brand new game that's gonna make us probably." a bit more than our flop from last time when we can just keep supporting battlefront 2 and get these loyal fans to come over to yeah. a new game later on which i don't know the way the way it kind of ended was kind of sad and this has been our ad read for star wars battlefront <laughs> <laughs> very, thank you for sponsoring positive. the podcast star wars <laughs> battlefront 2 we really appreciate it and uh kyle back to you again so <laughs> a child <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not Why don't you just upload this intro as its own separate podcast? 
And then, like, like this will be, like, if you want an extended peak, you can listen to this. If you this just want the, the This is the for the Patreon. This is for the OnlyFans. The OnlyFans. By OnlyFans, we mean the only fan, The one person. Where is this guy? He's still not answering. It's been five minutes. I told him. I said we're waiting. Work out in. Yeah. <laughs> he literally was just like, I just woke up. Hold on. I'll be on five minutes. I was like, okay. We that wait. was six minutes ago. <laughs> that was six minutes ago. He's not available still. He's not answering. So we just start? Like, you know? Let's just start. Oh, Jay. You messed up. He could, right. uh, I could add him in if he's. Uh... He doesn't. Yeah, I'll add him in if he, if he comes in or if he texts Have you guys- me. Has everyone here seen like the newest, the latest Star Wars movie? Because I haven't. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, gonna, <laughs> yeah actually, Dan- Danny just saw. Danny just watched it like last week or a week ago, right? Oh, yeah, really? the third I one saw I, it. I watched like yeah, two weeks ago. But yeah. I watched like it opening, a while. I watched like opening day, like on that Thursday, like that night, and I I went to sleep that night pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> just disappointed. Not in an end game way, in a dis- yeah, in a disappointment way. Oh, it's a Jeff. Oh, he answered. Oh, he answered. Yeah. yeah. It's Jeff. It's Jeff. Jeff, yeah. yeah, I fought to get you on here. What yeah. up? Wow. What you, up? What up? What is okay. that, You have some people. What is uh, up? How's it going? What's Not up? bad. I just woke up. My bad. How was your nap? How was your nap? It, it... <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Dude, my sleep schedule is fucked up. Time is yeah. just time is an illusion, man. It time is, is an illusion. Just a social construct. All right, where are we at? Hold on, we're just about to start. Let me get you. Uh... There we go. You're in. All right, cool. Uh, all right, now that you are here, welcome to judge number three to the game. Let's begin. Hold on, where's my cup at? <laughs> it's like, wait, one more delay. There All right, go. there we go. Are you guys prepared? Um, you got to intro. intro Jeff. Um, no, Jeff he's late. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's Jeff, everyone. And intro. We needed to run four ad reads because of you, Jeff. Yeah, do you understand how much money that costs? Uh, man, I like how we pay for space. the ad reads. Like, they don't even pay for us. Yeah, they don't pay, they don't pay for us. <laughs> yeah. This- just roll the footage that you recorded last time. The same, the same ass, like... There you go. I'll just, like, cut it in. I'll cut it in. No cut some B-rolls. Like, a bunch B-roll. of B-rolls. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> All for time. Uh, <laughs> All right, fellas. Um, <clears throat> tell me this. Who shot first? Oh. All right. How is this going, order-wise? Just tell me. Someone answer who shot first. Come on. I think I heard Ryan say that first. You are going first, then, my oh, good we're friend. not doing the dice roll this time. Not doing the dice roll. Uh, <laughs> die. Nah, so we're going to go Ryan, Danny one, then Danny two. Um, all right. Did, did we confirm who's Danny one? <laughs> Danny two. Yeah, I'll just let, wait for them to start debating and see how right. that works. Out. I, I would default to two out of modesty. <laughs> there you go. I, I want more time to see how this flows anyway, so I'll take two. <laughs> there we go. All right. Here we go. Question number one 
folks. How'd you guys like Knights of the Old Republic? You guys big fans? Is that even a debate? Like, I think yeah. everyone loves it. <laughs> uh, so there's rumors of a Knights of an Old Republic movie. Who do you cast as Darth Revan and why? Knights of the so, Old Republic movie. Who do you cast and why? Hold on. Let me get an uh, initial statement. Two minutes on the clock. Ryan, whenever you are ready. All right. Well, I'm ready. Just let me just let me know when the clock's going. Yep. Just whenever you start talking is when the clock goes. Okay. So let's be real here. I think there's only one person that can play him, and I think they accidentally drew him that way. It Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That is that is hands down the perfect casting for Darth Revan. Not only does he kind of even look like him, you know, the long slick back, long hair, you know. That kind of like longish looking face. I mean, and not to mention the fact that he's already like proven himself to be a capable fighter. And with like the Matrix movies, John Wick, even in John Wick 3, even using a sword in John Wick 3. And he just looks so perfect. And like, I, and he shows, like, he's not a, he doesn't look like I'm a good guy all the time. Like, you can tell he can either be a bad guy when he wants and a good guy when he wants. And I think. That really will show. I think that's what will help Revan the most, more so than the, what he's going to say. We need to believe just by facial expression, which I think Keanu Reeves can do. He can easily show that he's being torn apart between the light and the dark side or being just being a full Jedi or being a full uh, Sith Lord. Um, and I think he just fits the character perfectly. Um, and I, I just, if they are going to do it, which High Republic coming out, I doubt they're going to do it anytime soon. Um, I think he should be the person they should cast for Darth Revan because, like, he's already proven himself to me. Like, he's already shown, like, he can, he has the chops for this. You have 30 oh. seconds still. Oh, 30 seconds? Well, you guys are all wrong. <laughs> all right. There you go. You guys are all wrong. Keanu Reeves is the superior one. Danny one are you ready for this uh who do you cast let's hear it two minutes on the clock initial statement go all right i mean i do agree with keanu that's okay uh if it's a one-shot movie like just one part but if it's multiple i would say someone younger and i went with uh, ben barnes who's a jigsaw in a uh, punisher mm-hmm. and that guy i mean he looks he looks like him i think I think like most of the, the first part of the movie would be him without the mask. So I would think like they need to get someone more like like Keanu can be serious, but I don't agree with his acting that much. I would I would want someone more better, a little bit better, a little bit more uh, just well-rounded, um, especially hearing him talk. Like I know every time Keanu, we're just going to hear John Wick, we're just going to hear Neo. Um, I want someone that we can see like a lot of more emotions, just like, just like how we saw in Punisher. We saw him good and then we saw him i don't spoiler we saw him as jigsaw later on like uh very very uh messed up a little bit more uh with that ptsd you know um so and then when he gets the mask of course like you won't hear him as much i would want that to be like a mad max thing like that that tom hardy feel like not talking a lot just like you said but uh yeah i think he he deserves his spotlight he hasn't had like very many movies but i think he deserves it big time 
how much time do I have? <laughs> 45 seconds. 45 seconds. Um, I win overall. I think <laughs> I think that would be better. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if it's multiple, they they need someone a little bit younger, and then they need to keep going. You know. So I don't I don't see Keanu coming in anything that he's going to agree to just being in like a, a continue a uh, continuing movie like that. But he's a little too old now. He's getting there. He's getting there. All right. That was 26 seconds. I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> <My sister. laughs> no, I'm I got to keep talking. Well, I'm right. That's it. All right. Time. Um, all right. Ben Barnes. Interesting choice. Danny, too. All right. So I wanted to go with maybe what would be too old, but I think could still work depending on how they approach it. I think Jeremy Irons would be a good choice to cast as Revan. And I see that even though his age and appearance might be an issue, him wearing the mask and them using a lot of the type of technology they use now to de-age people would remedy that issue pretty easily. And the real reason he stands out well is that a lot of the iconic Darth-type characters, Sith characters, are usually remembered because of their voice, the impact of their voice and how they sound. And I feel Jeremy Irons has that kind of voice that would really read well with an audience when being portrayed with the mask on, it would kind of have that Revan vibe with that could be dark, but could also kind of have that light sound as he's transitioning into the dark side. And I feel his build is good for that. He has that kind of stocky, small, less emboating build. Cause like Revan's not a ripped guy. He's not huge. He's more slender and more like un- well-kept and underspoken. And I feel he has a good kind of design for that, a kind of good makeup. And even if his age was a problem, they de-age him all the time in a lot of these newer movies, a lot of the older Star Wars movies. They shit, they de-aged uh Peter Cushion right out of the grave in uh what Rogue One. Like that dude was dead and they still made him look alive. So, <laughs> I mean, it could work. You could really go with him in this scenario. And another reason why I think he would be a good choice, and this is kind of one of the better ones, is that I feel he's based off of how people played Revan. Some people played him as a dude. Some people made him as a woman. I feel Jeremy Irons is androgynous enough and has a lot of feminine qualities where he could play Mm -hmm. that character and it would appeal to maybe a bigger audience than people who just played as a man versus a woman. That's why I think he's a solid character. And, And as a bonus, and as a bonus to throw on, you could cast Michael Ironside as Dark Malik, and you could have Ironside and Irons in the same movie. <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, dude, Malik would be perfect as Michael Ironside, but that's just my opinion. That's just a little tad bit. And I time, 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 time. Perfect. All right, Jeremy Irons as Darth Revan. All right, fellas, great choices all around. Uh, you all got three minutes on the clock. Um, fight it out. Yo, I mama. <laughs> I don't want to see Scar as a... I want to tackle... I want to tackle the, the, the Jeremy Irons one. Now, yes, you are right. They could easily de-age him. But think about it. Every time there's de-aging stuff in the mix of a movie, what do we always hear after? It doesn't look right. It doesn't do that. It doesn't do that. There's always complaints. There's never, there's never been a perfect de-aging movie yet. I think the closest we come to is probably um, Samuel Jackson as um, in Captain Marvel. I think it's the closest we've gotten to perfect. Um, but I, I don't. I think with Jeremy Irons, I think he's just 
I don't know. He doesn't seem too right for the for the role. Now, yes, he does. We have seen him use swords with with Endgame, but we haven't seen him use that much, which sucks because he seems amazing. Um, but I, I think, it, yeah, I, I think with I, I think the de aging thing is like the biggest problem they'll probably have because they can't really keep that for the whole movie, and they don't want to. This is a big movie we're talking about, so they don't want to keep the mask on them the whole time. Like, think about what, how many how many superhero movies we have, and where they shake off the mask all the time. They, in the Marvel movies, they literally have over there the mask would come off like material. And then, but yeah, I'll, I'll let you let you two go at it from there. I think uh, I think I'll hear I'll just hear Scar the entire time. <laughs> that's all I think that that's gonna happen. Like, nah, I don't know. I don't agree with that at all. Um, he is a little bit too old. That's for sure. I think it'll be like too much work in general. But like like I said, like if it's a one shot movie, like maybe you know. But you know these movies want to do franchises overall all the time. Oh, no, I agree wholeheartedly. I think that he is kind of old, but I mean, when you made your Revan character, you could have made him kind of old as well in his appearance. So it's it's kind of debatable. And I mean, really, <laughs> Revan's gonna be rocking that helmet the whole time. Like even when he yeah. does take it off, it'll be minuscule. And I agree, the CG de aging sucks, but that's not going away. And they're gonna just keep using it until there are literally no people left, and everyone is just CG. In all movies, I, I don't like that. All wrong. They're probably just gonna girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, and I think him as Scar actually adds to his mystique as being a Darth type character, a Sith. I feel like that voice. I mean, shit. Look at it like this way. James Earl Jones was fucking Mufasa, you know. So I think yeah. that kind of adds the credence to that argument even better, unless taking away from it. I, I, I also want something to do the action scenes, though, too. Yeah, and, and he's good with action. I feel like Jeremy Irons has done a lot of action movies over the years. Nothing too crazy, but he's had moments thrown down. And I mean, shit, yeah. he had people like Ian McKellen throwing down as Gandalf for like all those movies, and that dude was like in his 60s. I mean, look at Patrick Stewart and McKellen in the X Men movies. Those guys were ancient, and they were still doing stuff pretty well throughout that trilogy. It's it's kind of a gray area, but still, I think he could pull it off. And be like one of his last movies. My one counter, <laughs> oh yeah, definitely it could be. My one counter to Keanu is that they wouldn't use him because they're already using him in the Star or in the Marvel movies that are coming out, Externals, and they tend to not overlap the characters from the Marvel universe with the characters in the uh, Star Wars universe. I may be wrong about that, but I've never seen time, any- time, time, time. All right, good job, guys. We did we shit on Jim and Jeremy Ryan. <laughs> you guys gonna hate on poor Alfred. Right? <laughs> you, you guys, you guys, okay. Um, Zack Snyder did that enough. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, uh, final thoughts. Uh, one minute on the clock. Whenever you are ready. So I think we already covered Jeremy Iron. So let's just. Let's just get that one out of the way. We already covered that one a good amount. So let's, talk to, let's talk about Jigsaw. I love Jigsaw. I think he's he's like I love him in the Punisher season two. I love the way they took out his character. It's just so good and so perfect. But I think with him, I can't really see him because when he talks, when he's gonna have to say some certain history stuff, saying um, like just ancient Sith stuff, like I don't think I'll believe him because he just seems too too baby face for me to even believe he's. <laughs> Like, like he's like he's too. He doesn't seem gruffled and like this guy that's been through so like literally a Mandalorian war, leaving not leaving but starting a crusade on them. 
but I think with Keanu, he has that 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 voice that makes you go like, dude, this guy's seen some stuff. Like this guy has been through so much. Like I, I believe what he's saying more so than this. Like he's really young guy, or not really. I'm pretty sure he's like probably thirty or like something. Time, but time, like, time, okay. time. <laughs> All right, well done, Danny. Danny won. One minute on the clock. Whenever you're ready. All right. Um, I mean, I think they need a younger guy overall. I think that guy's a good actor. Um, well, uh, Ben Barnes. He um he has that accent in that show just because it's for that show. But um, I feel like he can do it. I with uh, Keanu, I'm gonna hear. Oh, I'm a Sith Lord. Like, well. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna believe like <laughs> a lot of his acting. You know what I mean? Like, it's gonna be a lot of that. You know, like, oh, get my lightsaber. Like I'm not gonna be into it as much. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I just think he's gonna be better overall. I, well, anyone they get, I know I'm sure they're gonna go with the young person, no matter what. Um, Probably gonna cast a woman. They most likely, but I just hope, like you said, it is someone that is can get like more dirty, uh, with that gravitas in their voice and stuff like that. But um, because I do, I can, I can, I can see why you think Keanu will be good, but I don't agree with it. I just think someone younger will do it. Just they need someone unknown. Time. All right. Well said. Well said. Danny. Danny, too. Let's hear it. One minute on the clock whenever you're ready. I feel what it's going to boil down to is acting prowess. And I feel that Irons can act circles around both those guys. I mean, he played F. Scott Fitzgerald on Broadway. He was Faust. I mean, when it comes to delivering a good dark side speech, Jeremy Irons is going to kill it. Like, he's going to tell you why he fell, why he's going to convey that emotion, why it was prevalent in his life, and you'll believe it. Like you said, with Keanu, it would be kind of weird. And I know, as a contrast, I mean, Jigsaw was a cool transition, but it wasn't like he was transitioning into a dark side character that was larger than life. He was more just, like, continuing down a path that was naturally set up for him. So I feel like Jeremy Irons fits better in delivering the monologue and the mythos in a in a more organic way but that's that's just the one argument i would go all right cool well is mufasa just mufasa or is he not darth vader too i'm saying (laughs) he was vader first no that's the problem there's a lot of editing in the vader voice i don't think i don't think he sounds like that all the time well, they'd be editing in all the voices. I mean, mm-hmm. listen to how they portrayed uh, fucking Kylo Ren. Like, that dude sounded funny oh, the yeah. whole time. <laughs> Talking on his boost mobile, he's like, can you hear me right? Beep. <laughs> all right. Uh, so everyone knows Keanu, right? He's going to be in that, that video game, Cyberpunk 2770. Oh, yes. Recently, John yeah. Wick. Uh, he was in Toy Story uh, as a voice. Uh, so many things. Ronin 47, because that's the weirder one, so why not mention the weirder <laughs> I one? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Irons, yes, he was the voice of Scar. He was also in Dungeons and Dragons, my favorite obscure Jeremy Irons film. <laughs> like, eh, and that. one of the Waynes brothers, Marlon. Oh, yeah, there was Marlon Waynes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I love it. I love it. Those 90s movies, man. And we got... Those were next level. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got Ben Barnes. He's probably known for the Narnia movies. 
mostly, I, I would imagine. Um, Gold Digger, The Punisher, Westworld. He was in Westworld as well. Sons of Liberty, Jackie and Ryan. And a lot of TV. A lot of TV. Seems. Um, so there you go. There you go. Um, Chris, uh, give me some of your thoughts. Oof, I can't, I can't say who won yet, right? You just want basic no, thoughts. No, just give me your basic thoughts. Basic thoughts. Um... With Ryan, I think Keanu Reeves was definitely a solid choice. It's a big name. There's talks for him in a lot of things in general. Not just, like, there has been talks about, speculation about him being uh, Revan. There's been talks about him being in the MCU, possibly Eternals. There's something that just got dropped today that said he might be Ghost Rider in the Multiverse of Madness. So Keanu Reeves is a very, very big draw right now. Everybody wants to everybody wants to see stuff from him you know we have the cyberpunk game we have the bill and ted remake so he's definitely a big name draw right there um i'll start with i'll go with danny two next jeremy irons is a very very talented actor i would say you know keanu reeves is also very talented ben barnes is very talented but out of the three of them like that's that's the big solid veteran acting chops right there like he's got a lot of experience I would like to say the fact when the whole thing about him being stressed is doing Scar was trying to be an insult. That actually kind of won me over because I like the idea. Once again, James Earl Jones was Mufasa. I know Vader came first. But still like, <laughs> I like the idea of the range that he can deliver that. I think Keanu can also deliver a great voice too. But hearing, you know, Jerry Ryan's that Scar voice, that menacing voice, I could see him pull it off well in there. Um, he is old. He is definitely on the older side, while de-aging, I can say, is definitely a good process, especially something for a Star Wars movie. They probably use it well. Um, I still feel like Reeves is probably a bit better with the age balance right there. Um, ben Barnes, unfortunately, I only know him for his role as Jigsaw. I haven't seen the Narnia movie, so I don't have a lot of experience with him. He's the one name that came up with me where I kind of wasn't really like, oh, shit. Like, it just came up. I was like, that's an interesting pick. Um... He's younger. I can definitely say I like the idea of them starting with someone a bit younger to kind of work their way through it. But at the same time, for some reason with me, when I envision Revan, I kind of picture someone that's already aged a bit more. Definitely more of a like veteran style person. I don't know. That's just my general vision right there. He's not he's not a bad choice. You know, everybody had some good deliveries. Um that's pretty much it. The biggest thing that I feel with uh, Ben Barnes, I don't think you delivered enough to really seal the deal on why he'd be good for the role. Whereas uh, Ryan and the other Danny definitely brought a lot to the table as to what they've done, what their experiences, and why they would fit in well right there. But yeah, those are general thoughts. General thoughts. Okay. All right. Jeff, what did you think? I was feeling Keanu Reeves for a for a bit, yeah, like I was feeling that choice. I thought that was gonna that was gonna be a like a like a good a good um because he he can play yeah he can play a villain I can see it um but Star Wars is a franchise that that is how do I put this. Star Wars as a franchise is bigger than its stars. By that I mean like they they like picking unknown-ish people. Like who the fuck was was 
Ray and Finn, those <laughs> actors, who the fuck were they before Star Wars? And I think that's kind of the impression I got with Ben Barnes. Ben Ben Barnes, right? That's his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had to Google him. And I was like, oh, right, that guy. And I feel like this casting Ben Barnes would be just in line with what they're trying to do um, by casting, like, unknown-ish people. Unknown-ish. Jeremy Irons, that's a good choice, too. Um, right until, yeah, the de-aging, that's, yeah, I have to agree with what other people said. The aging is it's tough. It's very hit and miss. And, yeah, I, I do feel KOTOR would be a two, three movie kind of thing. Younger actor, yeah, I'm, feel, I'm feeling I'm feeling a Narnia dude. <laughs> Narnia dude? <laughs> Narnia dude. <laughs> All right. Uh... You can see the marquee fucking... Nice. Oh, sorry, Narnia dude. <laughs> and playing Revan, the guy from Narnia. Nice. <laughs> um, Y'all remember Narnia? They pick Narnia? <laughs> Uh, Ryan, uh, yeah, I liked your portrayal of him, uh, how he's torn apart between the light and dark. Uh, um, I like that he's trying to prove himself, kind of, like he could show that Keanu is definitely showing that he could do action, but he could kind of portray this role. Um, you broke down at uh, a minute and 35 seconds out of your two minutes. Um, just pointing that out. Um, Danny, uh, Ben Barnes, Danny one, Ben Barnes. Uh, I like that. Yeah. He does look like him. Um, you don't, uh, I like that your argument against, uh, Keanu that he wouldn't really fit in this role. We've seen him kind of, we kind of seen this before, more or less. I like the PTSD portrait, uh, por- por- portake. That's portrayal and por- uh, and, and take at the same time. Portake. Portman too. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like I like his uh, portrayal that he has uh, PTSD. Um, he doesn't talk a lot. Uh, you mentioned that, uh, and that seemed to be uh, a good. But but I didn't hear a lot more after that. Like if you're relying a lot on him not talking a lot, that's not. Good, unless you're trying to do a Mandalorian thing, but in terms of building an argument, I felt that was it was okay. Okay, uh, you broke down at about a minute and 40 out of your two minutes, uh, Danny. Um, Jamie, I'm uh, yeah, probably the best actor here out of all the choices for sure. He's the, the veteran actor. Um, I like that you, I was going to when you told me this, like my first thing was the aging, and I like that you did instantly have an argument for that. You, you suggested the aging. Um, he does have that voice for sure. Um, but your opponents did, they did, they went hard on you, man. They went hard, <laughs> they really went, they went the He's full right. Stand. But I mean, they de-age in Star Wars. That's all they do now. (laughs) It's true. It's true. That's also true. I like the uh, androgynous take on him, too. And, of course, Michael Ironside. I see Michael Ironside. That's that's awesome. That's Malik. He's got the bald head and everything. Yeah. (laughs) And the big body for it, yeah. Malik was ripped. And you went your full two minutes. Uh... I like uh, Danny. See, if if this was Dungeons and Dragons, Jeremy Irons, you would have won for sure. <laughs> sure, for sure. But I, that does that does like I'm. I am seeing. I'm wondering. I, I don't know. Ben Affleck was okay too. He has like that alcoholic old man fat face. So hey, that worked out. <laughs> that worked out. 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm torn. I'm definitely torn. Um, Danny won. I'm going to say you had, uh, I'm going to say you are out. And re- it's between Ryan and Danny, too. You guys made the best arguments for me. I think I'm going to have to go Ryan. I'm going to go Ryan for this one. Chris. I'm. <laughs> See, I already had a decision from the very start. I have a slight bias in this one, but Keanu Reeves is my ideal pick for Revan. So what I was trying to gauge a lot from the other two were reasons to make me want to like change my mind with my pick. And I feel like with uh, it's Danny too that picked Jeremy Irons, right? Yeah. That one came close. That one definitely came very close. But the argument for de-aging came up with Keanu Reeves as well. And if they're going to, me personally, if I'm going to see them take a risk on someone to de-age, I'd rather see it with Keanu Reeves just because I feel that would be a much more enjoyable movie. And it's just, Keanu Reeves has a lot of different things he can bring to the table. Like seeing him do John Wick and thinking about him fighting his own lightsabers. I think Danny One mentioned that, like, we want somebody that can do their own stunts. Like, I feel like Keanu Reeves can utilize that too. Like, if, you, if you've seen him with the video where he's, like, shooting things with a gun, he's shown that he can really portray an active role like that well. So, yeah, my mind's Keanu Reeves, Ryan. Keanu Reeves, Ryan takes the points. <laughs> All right, good job. Do we still want to hear Jeff? What Jeff was thinking? Oh, Jeff. Cause, yeah, because I kind of would like to hear his his pick. Even well, though you kind of you kind of said it at the. I, yeah. I kind of thought you made your point at the end, more or less. But you could uh you could definitively state your point. No, that was definitely it. That's all. I, that's all I wrote. Okay. Yeah. And I'll. He wrote, um, yeah, those are, all good, those are all good choices, all of them. Uh, I would like to see them all. Um, what about Keanu Reeves and Jeremy Irons' voice over Keanu Reeves' body? <laughs> Just like guess. they did with Darth Vader. There Bam. you go. <laughs> Bam, there There's no common ground here, all right? <laughs> no oh, savage. I like it. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's go. Two, round two. Are you guys uh, ready? If I, can add, if I can add something, I would actually love to see um, um, Jigsaw be a Mandalorian character in the KOTOR movie. Because I feel like he'd be perfect for that. Okay. The old school Mandalorian. Because we've already, we've already seen him use weaponry. And like he's, we get, he's good at it. Like The man's like amazing like behind a gun. And that's pretty much what Mandos are. So I think that would be a pretty cool pick for him. Like, just to be like a Mando, if not Mandalore the Ultimate. Be like Candorist? Like the guy that was always rolling around with Revan? That yeah, Mandalorian? pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. I can see that. All right. You guys ready for round two? You guys ready to play catch-up? Sure. <laughs> All right. Here we go, guys. Uh, let's, let's play a little what-if game, a little Marvel what-if, and state this question. What would have been different if Padme hadn't died? So, let's make it a little bit more specific. We gave you that answer, but I'm gonna, like, dial it in. Play out the end of Revenge of the Sith, more or less. You could play, you could paint, you could, you could paint a broader, (laughs) you could paint a broader picture, but, like, kind of, like, what would what would uh what would ultimately 
happened? How would it affect Revenge of the Sith? I'm going uh, first, right? Who, who won? Yeah, Ryan won the round, so you're going to go first. Same order. Same Okay. Order. Okay, um, so with me, I, I mean, I still think the events of the original trilogy would still happen because he had already turned. He literally tried to kill her. I think what would have happened was when Obi-Wan went back to the ship, you know, same thing, like, she's still unconscious, but when, when we're not dying, they the robot comes over and says, oh, she'll live, uh, et cetera, Vader's in the suit, et cetera, et cetera. But I think the biggest difference would be is I think we'll see, we would have seen maybe that Padme would do her best to try to keep them secure, maybe, like, I wouldn't say Naboo. Because obviously, because Vader actually went to Naboo in the comics, um, so that'd probably be the worst place. I think, I think Padme would probably give up her kids still to to basically or uh, Senator Organa, and um, I don't know what she would do with Luke. That's the one I'm kind of stuck on. I want to say probably the same with Luke, but I think she would stay with Senator Organa on Alderaan. Not with Leia, but just maybe like keep a watchful eye on Leia. And I think this, I think what happened with Luke would probably say the same. You know, Obi Wan would watch over him because I think that was probably the best course of action to take. But I think with Leia, I think she would just keep a watchful eye while staying in the shadows. Um, but then when she had to come out for the rebellion, I think, I think she would come out and really, I think she would probably start the rebellion more so than how it. Because how did it start in Solo or, I guess, Fallen Order? Like, some, like, certain stuff. Um, like, just small guerrilla fighters on Kashyyyk and all that. With um, um, the the character from Rogue One played by... Or the character from Clone Wars 2. I think not that much would change, honestly. Just probably more Padme. Time, 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 time. All right. Interesting. Interesting take. I like that. Kids seem to still go and be adopted. Interesting. All right, uh, Danny, one, let me hear your arguments. Whenever okay. you're ready. Um, yeah, um, I think I, I do agree with that, that um, the same stuff would happen. But I think she would go, she would still give up Leia. I think she would watch over Luke uh, somewhat on the side. Um, still on Tatooine or maybe some other planet, but I think she'd just be in the background. Um, like a little bit like Shmi Skywalker, but just like more held off, kind of like how, how Ben Kenobi was to him, um, just watching him. And uh, But I think uh, ultimately maybe like Palpatine would end up telling Vader like that uh, that she's out to get him or something or that she she's a traitor overall, make him think that. And... Uh, and I guess their confrontation between each other would be the same thing, pretty much. Yeah, you turned her against me, and um, I think uh, <laughs> I think he'd end up killing her no matter what, you know. Um, especially like with like how you're saying that the whole rebellion would start. I, I'd agree with that too. That she'd be part of it. Maybe she'd like come out in some some little cameo of something else. Um, uh, but yeah, I think ultimately Vader would kill her down, especially after all the uh, the rest of the Jedi. He's going uh, out and hunting. I think he would end up still choking her, like fully choking her this time, making sure it'd be a little bit more savage, right? Um, 
yeah but this time it would probably be like something more epic in the middle of like a rebellion like a storm and all that and um and her caught in between it and then trying to stop him trying to get her not to trying to get him not to kill the rest of like the rebellion like the main uh, leaders and then that's probably when he would ultimately choke her out mm-hmm. you got uh, for 20 seconds 20 seconds i'm right <laughs> no, um, but yeah usually it's what if stuff i think that's what usually uh, occurs like it's like it's kind of like a, just a side drawn story and then it's because like it's not like he's gonna end up forgiving her and or like she's gonna forgive him and they're gonna end up happily ever after <laughs> it'll be the same thing you know? all right time well played that is interesting still gets choked out <laughs> savage all right danny two are you ready? Whenever, yes. Two minutes, whenever you're ready. <clears throat> so what I would do is when it turns out that she ends up surviving, I feel that what would happen is that since Obi-Wan knows that Anakin wouldn't stop to try to reclaim his children or try to reclaim Padme in some way, I think Obi-Wan would go and use the advice of Bail Organa and go to Alderaan and hide in secret in Alderaan and raise both, help Padme raise both the children because essentially Obi-Wan saved Padme and this would kind of push her towards Obi-Wan and they would develop in a really, I imagine they'd develop a relationship kind of like a woman fleeing an abusive relationship into one that's more, uh, you know, tangible. So he would raise them as Jedi from the time they're born onwards, as opposed to how Luke just got picked up later in his years. He would raise them kind of akin to how the Solo twins were raised in the extended universe later on, from childhood on. So I think that would be a big significant change because not only are they both being raised as Jedi from birth, they're they're both going to become well-accomplished Jedi by the time New Hope hits. So that's going to change the story significantly. And yes, I think the concept of her building up the rebellion would still go forward even more because she would be working on the ground in the shadows with Bail Organa trying to establish that rebellion network and push it forward. Now, this is where an interesting change would happen. I don't think Obi-Wan would fall to Vader because I feel Vader would become more angry and unredeemable seeing that he's essentially been usurped out of his family. And so he would be very aggressive and very angry. And Obi-Wan would want to take him out because he would fear that one of them would fall to the dark side. And not wanting to let this, seeing himself as, you know, good enough as their father being the one who helped raise them with the mother who didn't want to let them go because, you know, why would you want to give up your kids? You know, even if it's for the better, you still feel that you could take care of them better than anyone else. I feel Obi-Wan would strike Vader down and maybe potentially that could bring sequels where Luke could turn to the dark side out of rage. But that's my opinion. That's all I got. Time, time, time. Perfect. Oh, wow. Almost perfectly timed. Well done. <laughs> well, I'm myself on the side um, trying not to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good strategy, folks. Pay attention. Um, all right. Good job, guys. I like all the choices. Um, so let's put three minutes on the clock and let's hear you guys fight it out. Who's better? Go. Well, I'm better. Is there, um, <laughs> is there, uh, is there a um, like uh, a tracker that they that they're able to find, like the Jedi? Because that's because I know like that's how they're able to like overall Vader's like going Whoa. back and hunting people. Like, isn't there something that they're able to like hunt and like see where Jedi are, like a cerebro or something? Mm, I mean, not canon. They can just like sense okay. them through the Force whenever the story demands it. You know. Yeah, that's true. Story okay, so then in that case, like, I, feel I, like would think... I guess they're on Alderaan. <laughs> yeah, no, but in in that case, I would think them from birth as Jedi 
they'd get hunted down faster. Yeah. They get found out like way quicker. Um, they find not find Ben Kenobi and he was a Jedi. Because he didn't uh well I think actually the reason why they never found him was because um he restrained it from using the force, not like Luke and Last Jedi, but he restrained from using the force and also he never used his lightsaber obviously against Maul he had to. It'd be where to fight him with a stick. Um <laughs> but he did jobs for the Jawas and the way he do the jobs was with a staff. He would never use his lightsaber unless, you know, absolutely I don't know if that's canon anymore because I think that is from the Kenobi book or the comics from from back then. So I think it's kind of like that, like how they would, how like they would train him, but they would also train him like you know suppress your power to the point where you can't really be detected by God knows who. Yeah, because a lot of the training in secret would come from just the fundamentals and the philosophical concepts. So really, if he's starting at a young age, he's just trying to implant to them the idealism of the light side so their jedi abilities and things like that might not even come into play until they're much older so i feel like that would give them the chance to kind of develop and i think that would really help them move along because luke was so torn when he was older he was just like i don't know what to do i'm feeling all these emotions i got force powers now this dude's telling me to pull shit out of the swamp i don't know what anyone wants my dad hates me and loves me at the same time (laughs) i can't deal with this Whereas that kind of childhood and upbringing with someone like Obi-Wan who's centered and focused and wise, I feel like he'd be an amazing father to them. Mm-hmm. He'd mess with them a lot. <laughs> yeah, he would fuck with them. He would. <laughs> Crazy old Ben. <laughs> yeah, so I think, it would, I, think, I think that is a good point. But I think going back to what, to what my thing was, I, I think Padme being alive it's, it's kind of a weird thing. Like it would change everything almost because it's like this is huge. This is huge thing from Anakin's past that's not destroyed, along with you know Obi Wan. So I think that uh, Padme, you know, seeing her from the Clone Wars, she would know that I really just need to just step back and let either Obi Wan or Bail or just take care of these kids. I'll go into hiding until until the time is right. Then you can have like this whole like dramatic thing like, oh there's Padme she can help us with all this blah 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 it's just hard to rationalize a mother giving up her children like she was dead so that made sense but if she's alive she's be like no they're my kids <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like a but bird think, defending their young she, she would know I feel like because from the Clone Wars and not so much the movies in the Clone Wars you can kind of tell that you know she's a very rational thinker so I think she would just look at her kids time think, time time oh. <laughs> almost almost all right uh final thoughts Ryan, uh, one minute on the clock whenever you're ready my final thoughts is just basically like i think she would she would know that look this is this is bigger than me i'm not gonna risk my kid's life because i i i want a family so I think she would come to that rational decision and go, look, I just need just just protect them, basically. Like, that's all a mother really wants is just for their kids to be protected. Um, and I think that's what would really hit her the most is just, I, I like, I do love these kids, but, you know, there's, their lives are more important than me just wanting a family. And obviously that wouldn't work because the OT would happen. Um but I think that's bound to happen. Like, 
I, Luke was just a strong Jedi in general, and Leia is a, we don't really know her power if we're gonna go off canon. Um, but I think I think that's what would happen if she was alive, honestly, because I don't know. There's not really much you can do with her after she's alive that we really time, really time, know time, time. All right, well said, Danny. One, one minute, whatever. Right. You're ready. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like you said, she's rational, right? Um, I would, I would think that she would step back overall. Like, just like I said, like, I, I don't, I don't think she'd stay with the uh, Bale and like watch over Princess Leia. I think, uh, she'd be more set off because like, the, because the Leia, Bale, uh, them having adopted whatever that all makes more sense. That's like a better way of hiding a, a child. And then just Luke on Tatooine, like her being able to watch over like from the side. I think overall she'd just step, step away um in general but um but i i think it's just like a better story overall of like a palpatine like kind of like still nudging vader um to just go out there and uh telling like still manipulating him in some way um and then because i think i don't know i just think like the story's so good in the uh, old trilogies of course i don't i wouldn't want it to change that much um but that's just me uh but i do think that they're gonna end up clashing in like the full the him getting choked her getting choked out and stuff like that would still be like uh, a good way time of time 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 beating it all all right well done everyone um she was how old was she she was uh Danny uh, too didn't get his mini yeah Oh right, right, right. Thank you. <laughs> I was I was looking up some Padme information. I was gonna throw down some facts. As let we all uh, do. Let me get some uh let me get some uh let's get Danny two on the clock. Uh, <laughs> I, I was looking up some Padme information last night before I went to bed. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. uh, all right, let's jump into this. So what I feel would be the best thing here to look at is that everything would be ramped up like you would have her getting more involved quicker with the uh, whole build of the rebellion because she's right there at the forefront already when it was starting. The spark was being lit to start. And you would have her working in tandem now with Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan got pulled into the rebellion later on. He's there right there with her looking over her kids, keeping watch on her kids because he is not only one of the strongest Jedi left. He's one of the few Jedi left and one of the only people who could stand against Vader. Vader would be her biggest fear moving forward. The only way to keep her children safe is to know that Obi-Wan is there at every moment watching over them, making sure someone like Vader doesn't come along and kill him. And so now the timelines all get moved up and everything progresses faster. And the rebellion works a lot quicker and a lot more efficiently because you have someone like Obi-Wan also being involved in a lot of the espionage and missions that they're doing. And you have Padme working in tandem with it, pushing that forward. And I feel like that's a much more organic progression for that kind of style. She just can't give up kids. Mom won't time, time, time. All right. Good job, guys. Good job, everyone. Um, Padme is 27 when she died. Um, so she would... Uh, just like Janice Joplin. She, she still has... <laughs> yeah, Janice Joplin, uh, Hendrix. Cobain. Uh, what's that one... Uh, Girl that everyone loves talking. Amy Winehouse. That's I was just about to say that. <laughs> That's the one. Um, yep, all 27. Um, good year. Good year. Good time um, to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's peak right there. Yeah. Padme's uh, music career just was burgeoning, and she's like, OD. Yeah, she's ready. <laughs> she's ready. She's like, it's my time to go. Woo! <laughs> all right. Uh, Ryan, um, 
I liked your argument. Um, it was very like different, but like still played it kind of uh, close to canon for the most part. Um, for the record, uh, extended universe is also canon in these arguments. Oh, okay. If anyone had any question about it, yes, you could use extended. You could use new, new stuff, old stuff, everything to make your arguments. Um, uh, she still gives up the kids. That's interesting. She, I, I like your. That's pretty much the 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 uh, your thesis of your argument is that she she gives up the children because uh, she's afraid. She just she wants to protect them, um, which is interesting. Um, he just keeps a watchful eye and the shadow. I don't know why I thought of the Maleficent movie with Padme just hanging out <laughs> watching. Um, but uh, that's interesting. Um, would uh, but you also had that she would uh, start the rebellion as well, so that was interesting. But you didn't really go too far with what you would, what she would do in the rebellion. You kind of just kind of uh, touched touched the shallow end of that. Uh, you could have gone a little deeper. Uh, Danny one, um, you also said that uh, they gave up uh, that she gives up Leia, uh, but watches over Luke, which I thought was interesting. Um, she's in the background also hanging out. Um, so very similar to Ryan's arguments. Um, savage ending though. Still gets choked out. <laughs> Damn. That's, that's, that's intense. I like that. <laughs> like in the end, it, it ends to her getting choked out, man. Um, uh, savage. Um, and this all happens in the middle of a rebellion, which I like that she's kind of the forefront of the rebellion. Um, yeah, all good things. I like. I like it. I like it. Very savage ending. Denny too. Uh, I like. I like the world kind of built uh, around everything. I like that everyone goes to Alderaan. I like that he helps Padme raise these children. He's kind of like uh, the old Jedi uncle helping out. Um, although Alderaan is not a good place. Keep it temporary. <laughs> you might want to keep that temporary. <laughs> That's the one thing. Um, I, I hear things are going to go off soon. Who knows? Um <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you, you never yet. know. You never know if you're in you the, if it's a new timeline. Things could be <laughs> if you're if you're accelerating. That's the one thing. If you're accelerating things, it could play out very differently, and that's what you did, which I like. Uh, I like the idea of this kind of changing the dynamics of the rebellion and how things are going to go faster, right? Because she is raised right. While, I mean, sure, she was raised like around uh, a former senator and former former republic people, but to be uh, at the side of. Uh, uh, to have Leia at the side of her and Luke at the side of her uh, the whole time. I imagine like uh, Leia being with Padme and and uh, and Luke doing a lot with uh, Ben with uh, Obi Wan. So kind of I see those kind of dynamics playing out much faster. So we see uh, we kind of see Luke become a Jedi faster, and we see uh, we see Leia become the princess that we all know her as way faster. I could see kind of uh i could just you just everything kind of accelerated right so i can see things playing out way differently I, I imagine there's no han in this situation since things are playing out so quickly uh but i dig it i dig it i dig the world you built i really dug the world you built overall uh jeff what did you think with with ryan's i i feel like the timeline would still be pretty similar enough 
Um, I think, yeah, like, I, I, I still think, like, with, 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 with what-if scenarios, I kind of, like, want, like, to hear, like, like, huge-ass changes. Um, with Danny's, uh, still being choked out kind of almost sold me. But, again, also, like, I don't know if the timeline would change that much. Um, and then with Danny's, that's a more proactive Padme that I do want to see. That's a pretty vast shift. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, those are my thoughts right there for now. Okay. Um, Chris, what did you think? All right. So, um, so Danny won and Ryan played it safe which wasn't necessarily a bad thing. They both really wanted to kind of keep the same OG ending with very similar events. Um, with Ryan's, I feel like he didn't give me too much of a different story or world building. Like, there was a few changes, but besides that, it kind of felt like the same movie. With Danny's delivery, he did go into a bit more detail as to how things would happen. Like, I like the motivation with Palpatine still trying to play with Vader and, you know, find a way to push his buttons. And at the end, he still ends up killing Padme. I thought that was really cool because we seem like things are kind of the same. Then things slightly get different. And I feel like as an audience person watching on, I'd start to have this hope. Because it's like, oh, yeah, Padme is going to survive. I wonder what the world's going to be like with her. And then, boom. She still gets defeated. So I was like, oh, damn, that's a good crushing thing. Um, Danny, too. Now, that that's how you build a story right there. His entire delivery with the argument was very confident. He kept it hard from start to finish. He gave me something very different that I really, really, really liked. It was, you know, Jeff mentioned it, how in what-if scenarios we tend to imagine much more drastic changes, even taking a similar route. So I just like that idea. And I'm personally a fan of Obi-Wan and Padme together. I wish somehow the story could have worked out that way. But, you know, somebody did mention how Padme was rational. And I feel that plays really well with Obi-Wan because, you know, Anakin was very hot-headed, very irrational. And he was taking a lot of wild risks to try and save Padme numerous times when we watched the Clone Wars series. And in general, like, as much as he cared about her, he did make some wild-ass gambles. Whereas Obi-Wan and Padme would have this really good synergy because they're both rational. Obi-Wan obviously would, you know, in a relationship, he'd still have care for her. But he also would take much more calculated risks and decisions moving forward. And the biggest thing that Danny too sold me on was the amazing showdown between obi-wan and vader because at this point this would be you know we got you have that chat always like mike tyson versus muhammad ali and we're like yeah they're old now but what about them in their prime like we saw old versions of them when they threw down that was a basic fight to see a peak darth vader against an obi-wan that's still in the decent prime seeing that fight that would be fantastic that would be a great what if battle right there like I just, I love that. But, you know, everybody everybody tried to deliver something good. The safe choices weren't exactly bad, but the different story definitely felt more rewarding right there. All right, guys, what's your answers? Jeff, what, what's your answer? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm more excited for... 
Yeah, I'm more excited for the story that uh, Beanie Danny got. So I'm going to go with that Natalie Portman. (laughs) (laughs) Danny 2, all right. And Chris, you're going... Danny 2, for sure. Just delivery, the story that was told. Like, if somebody's watching this and has connections, make this what if. Make this a Disney Plus what if fucking one-shot series. I want to see this movie. Stepdad Ben Kenobi. (laughs) (laughs) I am also going... Oh, go ahead. This is under the impression that the OG trilogy still happened, and this is like an alternate timeline, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Alternate timeline. Yeah, I'm also going uh, Danny 2. Um, that world building, you, you pretty much built that world uh, up to perfection. So good job. Danny 2 takes the points. There we go. Uh, so that <laughs> makes, uh, we got Ryan on the board with one, uh, Danny 2 on the board with one. Danny won. This is your chance. This is your chance to shine right here. Can you make the comeback with question three? You guys ready for question three? Yep. This is going to be a good one, folks. This is going to be a great one. All right. Where did it go? I can do this. <laughs> oh, this is this is the one they didn't get to That's prepare for, right? Nope. They didn't yeah. get to prepare for this one. So well, uh, this is going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, this favorites. is good. Uh, this is a good one. Order 66 that got played out on uh, Clone Wars uh, yesterday. You guys, uh, you guys see that? How many of you see that? I know Ryan saw that. I did. I'm just watching the series now. Okay. Uh, well, we're gonna have to spoil it. Oh, it's okay. I've had nothing <laughs> spoiled. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's cool. That's exciting watching Order 66 play out. So, uh, my question to you is: You're a uh, you are a Jedi trying to lay low from Order 66. Which planet do you go live out your hermit life? Running away from everyone, trying to hide. Which planet do you choose? Uh, the order, we're going to go Denny 2, Denny 1, Ryan. So Denny 2 goes first. Two-minute initial statement. Um... Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. All right, I'll try not to overthink this. I would go with Hoth, just because at the time of Order 66, Hoth <laughs> isn't colonized yet with a rebel base. It's not a focal point for the Empire. The Empire isn't even really becoming a thing, or isn't even really a thing yet. So the issues with uh, Hoth being used aren't too prevalent. It's isolated. It's super uninhabitable. I mean, no one's going to just roll through on vacation. I feel like that's just a solid spot. And there's enough of natural uh, predators on Hoth that would ward off any people versus not even, or versus as well as the environment. So I think that's a good spot for someone to just bounce out and chill at. Um, I can't see the survival survivability for the person being too easy, but they're Jedis. So that's not going to stop them from being able to get through that environment uh, with too many problems, but that is placed to their advantage as well, because if anyone else shows up there, they're going to have issues. Whereas, you know, Ben Kenobi was living out in the middle of the desert by himself. Hoth is just a cold opposite version, a nice concept for that. And I feel that would be a good spot. Um, I guess to pad my time a little more, I would also say that Hoth is a much more strategic location in the galactic spectrum. I feel like you can still get to a lot of other planets, so if need be, they need to bounce out. That still plays well into what they're trying to do with just trying to be on on the fringe, but not too fringy. 
I mean, you could go straight out, like, external a galaxy. You could go in, like, the outer part of the galaxy, the unexplored parts, but I feel that would be too problematic. And since Hoth is more in the main line, you could get around pretty well. And, uh, yeah, I feel like that's uh, a good enough argument. And I'll, I'll end it there about 15 seconds early. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hoth, uh, very cold. Uh, <laughs> bring a jacket, folks. Yeah. <laughs> be a cold one. All right, Danny, two, two minutes. Whenever you're ready. Sorry, Danny, one. Danny, one. Yeah. Um, I go with uh, I'd go with Coruscant. It's like the most obvious, like uh, like be seen, but like you know, not heard. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of layers to that planet. Like even the surface, it's easy to hide in there. You know, um, I picture it more like uh, thirteen thirteen. I don't guess the game that got canceled and just like where where um uh, what's her name Ahsoka, where Ahsoka was hiding out. She went down there. Um, it just seems easier to hide overall. Um, you can get uh, jobs quicker. Uh, even if you want to uh, do stuff like bounty hunting and stuff like that, like get side jobs like that. You can still do that and still blend in because everyone there's like a lot of like it seems like there's a lot of corruption on the the lower layers like that so you can hide in there with uh like just anything overall like uh like with any like the gangsters and stuff like that down there or you could even just become uh just like ahsoka's friend um i forgot her name but just be a mechanic anything simple uh just being down there um also overall it's easier to live <laughs> you're not gonna uh have uh, that much struggle uh finding food um finding uh just anywhere to be um and just like you're just not going to be easier like to be found uh, even if they go and hunt like people in there there's so much people overall on that whole planet there's so there's just like the whole world this freaking city you know same city they can't they don't have there's no way they have like they can track everyone mm -hmm. there it's just i think uh overall you're going to be able to hide everything even like your weapons you can keep that elsewhere other side of the planet you can just be completely other side even deep down uh make have your ships have your everything still with you just in case for emergencies uh if you do get found out it's a good way to get out of there there's still planes everywhere there's ships anything anything like that you can get out of um and yeah time 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 oh coruscant hanging out in the in the underworld good times Mic it shut. <laughs> um, all right. Let's hear it, Ryan. So I think like the perfect place, not just, just to hide out, but I think just for a Jedi that we've seen in the Clone Wars would be Dagobah. It's literally in no literally like an inhabitable besides the creatures there, inhabitable place that's strong with the force that you're able to not only continue your training, but also be just a complete blind spot to the Emperor and the entire em Empire in general. Like, and it's not like it's going to be hard to live uh, live there. Like, yeah, it's like a, a desert, or not desert, my bad. It's, it's like a swamp planet. Like, there's creatures, there's different stuff that you can eat. So food won't be scarce. Like, you'll always have food. And not only that, you'll always be in touch with the Force the whole time. So, so like let's say you just want to know what's happening you don't have to go risk yourself by getting caught to find out what's happening you just channel the force and try to like meditate and try to keep a calm state of mind more so than um 
like just going to it's not even a hard place to live either like it's you know it's just a swamp place it's pretty much florida they <laughs> uh, <laughs> said it wasn't hard <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like i think that'd probably be the easiest place to live because you, you always have food and you're always connected to this the strong will of the force um that that's been confirmed in, or that's been shown in um, season six of Clone Wars, basically Qui Gon telling Yoda like this place is strong with the Force, and I feel like that's what a Jedi really needs because I think without the Force, a Jedi will go mad. And this is the best place to use the Force because no one will find you, like you're completely gone, pretty much. And I, I think that's probably the best spot to go because you're just far away from everything and. You can pretty much just continue your Jedi training to the best of your ability. Um, even even unlocking immortality with Force Ghosts, which is probably like the biggest plus. You can probably unlock that because that's what Yoda did uh, with the help of Quiet. Time, 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 time. All right. Dagobah. Ooh, watch out. You're going to get, uh, maybe uh, like an athlete's foot. <laughs> <laughs> trench foot. One. Trench foot. Watch out. Uh, what were you, were you saying? Something, Jeff? No, I was just saying. Ooh, those are all good choices. All good choices, right? Yeah, good choices indeed. But let's go to the second round, guys. Three minutes. Fight it out. So I, I think the problem with Coruscant—it's literally an underworld. Like you use the Force once, someone wants to make a quick buck. That's it. You're gone. You're that, that whole sector is going to be looking for you and all the people trying to make a quick buck. But that's why you, you don't use the force. You cut yourself off and you just live like a regular person. But if you have to, your stuff's still there. You can just speed your bike around, still hide out somewhere else. You know, That's my argument. Hmm. I don't think uh, Degava's Degava, already inhabited, though. I think Yoda would kick you out. <laughs> yeah, it was, Degava was a good idea so much that Yoda actually did that. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, he's not gonna have to worry about random blaster fire picking him off, like just some bar fight in Coruscant. I mean, Coruscant's a pretty dangerous place on its own, underworld specifically. And there's a lot of bounty hunters and people looking to make money, so that's it's a, kind of a tough that's spot. Make a good movie though, like just like a Jedi trying to hide out. <laughs> yeah. It would be a good movie, but it would not make for a good time to hide out. <laughs> It'd make for a rough, anxiety-filled time, always watching. Oh, yeah. that that's yeah. what I'm picturing. I'm picturing like a good little underworld. Like just running away, like like the beginning of Rogue One, where the dude's running, and or like he kills a uh, what's his name, Cat Cat, like kills the the other guy that his that's his friend, and he just like murders him right there. Yeah, like, he's just him running away. Yeah, he just straight up murders him. Um, yeah, just running away from like the Empire that almost catches him right there. So I I just I just picture that stuff, you know. That's all. I, that's all I, I wanted. I I think the problem with Hoth is it's literally. I think the the reason that's why unlivable. Tatooine. <laughs> Yeah, like, the reason why tattooing works, because you can live there. Like, there's a, you know, there's Moss Eisley. There's some creatures there. Like, the main creatures you're probably going to find are, like, Tauntauns and Wampas. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they, they got like, a few more things. There's, there's no, there's no facility there either. Weather. Not for a while. But that's the best yeah. reason, because then no one would be there. It's the last place well, that someone would look. You'll be dead by the time they show up. <laughs> no, you can survive. <laughs> Jedi's can survive extreme elements. Ben Kenobi's living out in the desert where it's hundred plus degrees all the time. I mean, this is Luke, passed out. Luke passed out like in five minutes out there. <laughs> yeah, but Luke is not Ben Kenobi. Luke was not an established. This is an He's established stronger. Jedi knight. Luke's stronger. Luke, still a Padawan at that point. In in Empire Strikes Back, Luke is nowhere near where Ben was. 
yeah, but we're you'd, talking be, a, about you'd a be at the same. You'd, we'd be at the same. If you're if you're a Jedi that go into the hiding, you're you're a Padawan, right? Into hiding. No, you, I thought it, I thought the premise was you were just a Jedi, not like a Padawan. Oh, okay. If if you're but, just a Jedi Knight, like if we'll split the difference, you're not a Jedi Master, you're not a Jedi Padawan, you're in the middle, a Jedi Knight. You're perfect to go to some place like that. You could survive off of all the the limited food around you. You could meditate. You could survive from Tantan to Tantan. Hey, <laughs> or they have other creatures there. There's a few other different types of, of creatures on there. I that. just think That's I think the weather is just the biggest problem. Like, but you hide. How... You want bad weather. I don't want. I spaceships. Does it really matter? They can just blow up where you're. If they, oh, we know where he's at. Just blow up that area. Well, that space. argument works for all places, though. They could just do that anywhere. So that means any one of your guys' places is just as likely to get blown up too. But I think uh, like a, I think also with the big planet or not a big planet, but a, like a main planet that they would probably go to more than a Dagobah. Not at uh, Order 66. During that time, 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 time. Dang. Ooh. <laughs> interesting, interesting, interesting. Ooh, All right. All right. Um, Danny, to let's hear your final argument. One minute on the clock. All right, well, basically, my whole closing argument encapsulates uh, the fact that you want something that no one can find you. You want something that no one's just going to roll through. You want something the road less traveled. That's what we're going for. And Hoth, of the options here, is the road less traveled. You're not going to get people just on vacation. You're not going to get jerks just showing up, sightseeing, taking selfies and shit. They're going to be gone. There's no one there. So I feel Hoth is the best argument because not only is there enough wildlife that you could still sustain your your existence off being a jedi there's there's solitude there's enough ways where you can make a shelter where you could survive shit you could live in a fucking ice cave if you're a jedi i mean they they survive extreme colds and extreme heat by meditation so that when it comes down to it hoss issues play to the advantage of the jedi hoss harshness play to jedi's strong suit and luckily they'll be able to stay in solitude because of that circumstance and that's my arm. All right. Time. Uh, well said, Hoth. Danny One, let's hear your final thoughts on Coruscant. Um, I mean, first off, I think Hoth is just too hard to live on. I think Dagobah, the only reason Yoda survived is because he's so small. He's able to live off of that tiny bit of food that he finds. Um, I want to just live as a bounty hunter or like have those choices as a mechanic, as a different little merc or whatever uh, amongst the gangsters um even if you use your force there there's like no they're, they're not you're not even pinpointed amongst all those people you know what i mean like there's there, like vader's not going to sense it and be like right there that guy right there in the middle right there it's it's they're not it's not easy to find at all especially under 1313 you're gonna be way down there you're gonna still have everything like your resources your food your ships your lightsaber everything will still be there you just can't flaunt it but even like just mind control real quick, like, you can just get people out of your face, you know? Those uh those troublemakers, those gangsters in your face just be like out of the way and then they'll they're fine. You won't get found out. And you you'll live through it. And it's my time. Right? All right. Time, time. Yes. There you go. <laughs> All right. Good job. Coruscants. Ryan. Let's hear so, Dagobah. Go ahead. So a Dagobah, literally a blind spot to everything. I mean, literally, Luke doesn't even know. Like, he says Dagobah, or Obi-Wan says Dagobah, and he's, he's just like, 
he hopes that it's the planet. He literally scans the planet. It's like there's no intelligent life form here in Empire. So this would be a perfect spot. This, you know, and yes, Yoda was small, but from what we've seen in, you know, from expanded universe or like just games, we've seen that there are a lot of wildlife, a really good amount of wildlife on Dagobah that should that will be able to sustain him, whatever whatever the word is. But for Hoth, I think Hoth is just. I think Hoth was would be probably the hardest to live on because you have the weather, you have uh, the very limited food, not including the times that you have to like time portions to even go out to get that food, or if you're able to even go that far or even know where you're going, like you're just gonna get lost in the middle of white. Um, and Hoth. Time, Hoth time, time, time. All right, Dagobah. Well said. Um, well done, guys. Well done. You guys did good on the fly. Uh, both Dagobah and Hoth are in the Outer Rim territories. Coruscant, of course, is part of the Core World, which is like a part of like the Coruscant sector of the Coruscant system and the Coruscant. Pro it's nonsense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like one of the first planets we discovered, like in Legends, too. How do people mm. give uh, directions when they live there? Right? You go to Coruscant. Which <laughs> one? Make a left one? Planet? Planet? <laughs> right? You make a left. It's like that... Uh, like you get halfway around the world, make a left. Right? It's like that, drag it's like that Dragon Ball Z abridged uh, joke. Uh, uh, west uh, cities to the east, south cities to the west, north cities to the south. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> uh, um... Let's We're see. the West City Easterners. <laughs> um, all right, Danny, too. Uh, you really sold me on the isolation. Um, if you're going to isolate, Hoth is a good planet to do that, and you really built a good argument around that. No one's going to find you. Um, you did mention there is enough natural predators to live off of or, you know, take a nap in, whatever you want. It's all, <laughs> yeah. all good. Um, again, it's, uh, it's, it's, you mentioned that it is, uh, it's a good location to be in still. You're still, uh, you're in the outer rim, but you aren't, uh, out there, out there, which is true. Um, Danny too, Coruscant, um, yeah, you, uh, I like, uh, obviously, if you're going to be in Coruscant, you have to be in the underworld, so you really stated that really well. Um, I like that you, you, you pretty much built a world that it could get side jobs pretty well, could find food really well, hide weapons, find weapons. Um, so you barely built them as, like, this kind of, like, uh, kind of, like, scrum lord at the, at the bottom of the of Coruscant, just building, uh, building this world, uh, uh, like your opponent said, you most likely are going to get shot in the back there. They did a good art. They did a good job at building an argument around that. There's just too many people trying to kill too many people. Uh, um, Ryan two, uh, Ryan two, Ryan two, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, Ryan one, Ryan one. Hold on, we got to talk to Ryan two. Your pirate ghost. Um, Dagobah, uh, again, you also hit on a lot of things involving isolation, which was good. Uh, you mentioned that it's strong with the Force. Um, I, good Florida burn. Always always solid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get a burn out on Florida. It's a trash. What has Florida done for me? Nothing. It's nothing <laughs> for anyone. Um, <laughs> no one can find you, of course. Uh, outer Rim Territory, so that's a good, good argument. Um... 
you did mention that it's a good blind spot, and you you brought up the argument that even Luke didn't know in the movies, so I liked your approach there. Um, you did uh, tag both you and Danny One tagged on the idea of uh, Hoth being too cold, so that's that's good. You guys both got in some uh, some tags at your opponents. Um, <laughs> What uh? What do you think, uh, Chris? What do you think? <sighs> They're all good choices. I can't sit here and be like, no, somebody made like. I really enjoyed listening to all of these choices and these reasons. You know, with uh, Danny one, I do like the idea that you know, with Dagobah and with Hoth, it's isolated. No one can find you. But the idea of trying to blend in with everyone, like, it's hard to. It is hard to find somebody mixed in with so many fucking people. And, you know, the fact that you do have to live in the underworld, I do get that. There's job opportunities. It is a bit easier to get food. There's some good comfort in there, but you're either going to get stabbed in the back or if you don't want to get stabbed in the back, you're going to be forced to use your powers at some point to save your ass. So I feel like that's the dangerous thing right there. And the other thing that pops up in my mind, too, that you mentioned, like, yeah, Vader is going to sense him. He's not going to know exactly where he is, which is true. But that also means Vader might burn the entire planet down just to get rid of one Jedi. So there's that right there. Yeah, so I'm, like, sitting there, like, a lot of people are going to die for that one. Um, I like the idea of Hoth because of the whole surviving in the wilderness dealing with the elements like it's really rough it's really rugged like i could i could picture a particular type of jedi going into that situation because they feel they're mentally tough and mentally strong it won't at all be an easy scenario to survive in it is manageable but that's something somebody's gonna have to work with like you need to be a Jedi master. Like if we were to throw Yoda in the mix, like Yoda could survive that because I feel he'd have the discipline for that sort of thing. Um, Dagobah is a super safe choice. Not saying that's a bad thing, but it is a safe choice. You know, you have the idea that it is the most force. So I guess, I don't know if I want to use the word sensitive, but it's, it's someplace where if you are involved in the force, you're going to flourish there. You are going to be able to use your powers and not stress out as much. There's a lot of vegetation there. There's going to be a lot of food sources as well. And I feel, you know, hunting in Hoth, once again, that's going to add to the element of stress. So if you're if you're a Jedi hiding there, you have to be like, you have to be Samuel L. Jackson status. You got to be a badass motherfucker. Whereas like Dagobah will be much more forgiving, much more survivable. Um, They're all really good choices and they all spawn really good ideas of how a Jedi can live in. You know, it would have been nice if we were given a particular Jedi, because then it would make me have a little bit of an easier time choosing. Like, hey, it's it's Obi-Wan, or it's uh, Mace Windu, or it's Ashoka, and then I'd be like, all right, I can picture it. So this is, this is tough. This is tough. Everybody's got pretty good arguments right there, so I'll leave it at that for now. Right on, right on. Jeff, what'd you think? Thoughts? Yeah, like like what everyone else said, this, these are all really good choices. But I also think, like, these are all, like, choices that could fit, like, these are all, like, anyone choi- anyone's choices could fit, like, any Jedi's personality type. Like, if, a per- if, if someone wanted, like, to live, like, in a rough, in, like, in, in, like, in a rough place, you know, live, live life, live life to the fullest, but also, like, with a lot of, like, with a lot of, like, like, li- life on the run. Danny sure. once Danny once sounds like a great video game. 
But Dagobah, it's like this. It does sound like the safest place, and I can also like, you know, you can also like level up there, Le level up your, your Jedi <laughs> level <power>. up. Hoth <laughs> <laughs> is the that's 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 some Steve Irwin shit. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, you do have to be like the Steve Irwin of Jedi's to live there. That one's, <laughs> oof, yeah. Australian uh, voice yeah. included. Yeah. <laughs> See, you all fucked up by not choosing Canto Bites, people. Come on. Uh, Come on. Someone, someone kick oh. him from the call. All right. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going Danny too. Jeff, do you want to kick an exit? Do you want me to do it? I'm you gonna go. Damn. Yeah, I'm between. I'm between two choices. Hold on. Yeah, go first. Go first. All right. It's a tough choice to make, but I will say when I do think of Jedi, I feel Hoth and Dagobah would be more up their alley. Whereas, like, a smuggler could easily survive the Coruscant trip. Ugh. I'm going with Danny, too, just because the idea of trying to endure Hoth seems very Jedi as fuck. Just mentality, strength, using the Force. Like, Dagobah's great. Dagobah, ideally, like, if I was a Jedi and you're like, where are you going to go? I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, I do Dagobah. Definitely. Like, that's fucking easy peasy. But Hoth just... Fuck that interests me and like that that's a story right there. That's a fucking story right there. So I'm gonna go with Hoth. Jeff. Man, if story if we're putting story into the equation, then yeah, I, I'd rather see the story that Coruscant has. That's right. that's some that's some video game shit. Alright, there you go. But, but we got it. Uh two votes for Danny two. So Danny, you win. The round that gets you two points, Danny. <laughs> One point, Ryan. Zero points, Danny. One, Danny. 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 It's been fun. It's been real. <laughs> it's been, it's, it's, this, the time what? has come. The time has come. Uh oh. And unfortunately, you have been eliminated. But stick mm -hmm. around as we go okay. into the lightning round, folks. Are you guys ready for the lightning round? Lightning round will be best two out of three. I'm uh, sorry, Robin, brother. I'm sorry. I tried, I tried to get you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a uh, best two out of uh, three. And uh, how it goes is uh, same type of questions, but you get 10 seconds each. And you get uh, three rounds of that. So 10 seconds, 10 seconds, 10 seconds each person. Uh, does that uh, sound good to everyone? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Those are the rules. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> let's see. Which one do we want to go with, guys? What? Oh, God. What were the options? Um, <laughs> all right. Let me choose uh, Jeff's question. Uh, all right. Uh, and then this is how it's going to work. Uh, I'm going to say the question, and uh, whoever says what they want first gets the answer, right? Because it's going to be a binary question, okay? 
Okay. Uh, and then we'll go from there. They'll go first, and they get the choice. All right. Okay. So whoever doesn't say it gets essentially the opposite. All right. You ready? You ready for this? Yeah. All right. Yep. Here we go, folks. Here we go. Would Qui Gon have been a better master for Anakin than Obi Wan? Yes. All right. Yes. For Ryan, that means Danny. You have to argue for no. Okay. You have to argue why he wouldn't. Okay. Okay. In ten seconds. Yes. So Danny, you won that round. Uh, so you go first. Whenever you start talking, the clock will start. Okay, so Qui-Gon would be a bad choice because Qui-Gon essentially is too arrogant. He's not able to predict his actions well enough, and that's what ultimately led to his demise. Ten seconds. Stop. Yep. All right. Uh, Ryan, ten seconds whenever you're ready. Qui-Gon would be a great choice because he's not arrogant because he's able to see through the lies of the Jedi, and that's why he didn't want to see it on the council, and he would help uh, Anakin pick between or help between the light and the dark. Sup? All right. All right, second round, Danny, 10 seconds. Whenever you're ready. To just the same argument again? Uh, yeah. I mean, you could uh, encounter his point, or you could just, uh, yeah, oh, okay. some okay. more, okay. more stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, he would be able to see the difference between the light and the dark, but... Qui-Gon's philosophical ambitions are still too grand, and I feel like he would be a short-lived master and would still end up dying anyway. Stop. All right, Ryan. I would say I think he would be the perfect master because Anakin would need that kind of mentor to teach him. Like, look, you can use both sides, but you have to find the perfect balance. Like Qui-Gon did. He want, he stop, always trusted stop, the time, okay. time, time. Uh, good job, everyone. Final round, 10 seconds. Danny, whenever you are ready. I feel like uh, Qui-Gon would be a short-lived master that even though he would go on uh, past Obi-Wan, at some point he would be picked off and it's really just going to fall to whoever can pick up the slap. Stop. All right, Ryan. 10 seconds, whenever you're ready. So let's say with that, like he got picked off later, he would still insult that that kind of the wills of the force is what's right to Anakin. And he, that would really uh, culminate with him later on in his life. Stop, 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 stop. All right. Good job, everyone. Uh, Jeff, let me hear some thoughts. No, I'm feeling, feeling Ryan this round. Yeah, no, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I think Qui Gon would. Yeah, yeah, I think Qui Gon would be a better mentor right now. Who yeah. did he make the better argument for it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right Ryan got this one for me. Yeah, after the, after the, the point where he can help choose between well, what would you say he can help choose between you can kind of help him balance the light and the dark that, great that I yeah that yeah that okay all right that, that's, what, uh, that's, what, that's what you sold me Chris 
Do you want thoughts or answer or both? Uh, quicker ants, quicker thoughts. If you have uh, quick thoughts, but mostly an answer. Honestly, I'm gonna go with Danny, just because uh, the way everything went down with this argument and debate, I feel like he did bring up a good defense, and I feel like. Anakin is so off the hinge, and I feel like Qui-Gon couldn't handle that. Like, Qui-Gon's style, Qui-Gon's vibe, the way he delivered this to me. Like, I feel like that's got that's got potential to go off the rails harder. But, yeah. That's me. That's me. Mm, yeah, you had a great argument for how it doesn't matter... His, who, who trains him more or less. I really enjoyed that. Ah, man. Brian's argument was great, too. Balancing the light. Oh, I'm going Danny. I'm going Danny. Uh, all right. Danny takes the round. Uh, so this next round is point match if Danny wins. If uh, Ryan gets it, we go to the third and final round. Okay. Are you guys ready? Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Uh, let's see which question should I call from. Um, someone uh, give me their favorite uh, Star Wars moment while I look for this. Fucking Darth uh, Vader at the end of Rogue One. Rose <laughs> saving that shit was iconic. Like, Rose saving it's true, Actually, that the was <laughs> the, the Death Troopers episode of Clone Wars. That was one of my favorite episodes. That was a good one. I like that one. Not it was really during the 1977 Star Wars special when we meet Chewbacca's father. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you were about to deliver with that. I was, like, going to get into it. <laughs> That's a tough one. There's so many good choices. But, I mean, in the end, I'd, I have to say the intro scene in Hoth when they first start seizing, seizing the, uh, sieging the planet. And you see all those big, large, and boating ships and big, large vehicles coming in. Like, it really sets that tone of just, like, the Rebels are fucked in this movie. I kind of <laughs> like that vibe. Like, it, took, nice. it took the hope away, literally, from the last movie. It was called New Hope. This movie, like, hope's gone. Shit's bad. So, I like that tone and that kind of vibe. Nice. Nice. All right. You guys ready? Let's do this. I'm ready. I found it. Yep. This is a Chris question. This should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Danny won the round, so you go first. Um, pitch me a dark and gritty R2-D2 solo movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ten seconds whenever you're ready, Danny. Okay, well, let's see. All right, okay. I'm going to start it. Okay, so everyone's already dead. It's way in the future. Everyone <laughs> R2-D2's ever known and loved is gone. He is the last surviving member of the Rebellion and is set in a very dark and gritty place. Stop, stop, stop. All right, Ryan. Give me that nitty-gritty R2-D2 solo film. So is this in the, the canon timeline or is it just like an alternate timeline? This is whatever you desire, your heart's desire. Oh, okay. So R2 kills everyone. No, I'm <laughs> so so in, in, in my 10 second pitch, I think a perfect dark gritty R2-D2 movie is where he gets captured by Jawas and he has to slaughter the Jawas to get free and start a rebellion with the drugs. Stop, 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 stop. Slaughtering Jawas. All right, all right, all right. Danny, 
Uh, 10 <laughs> seconds, whenever you're ready. Okay, so basically now that the rebellion has been long and forgotten and R2 is the only one carrying on the mantle, he has to now install that view into the rest of the remaining populace. And it's just an stop, upper Stop, stop, stop. All right, Ryan, 10 seconds on the clock, whenever you're ready. So then R2 would have to start the rebellion, and he'd, he'd be able to see different attributes from different droids and how they would be work against uh, all-out war against Jawa. So just kind of make it free for all the Stop, 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 stop. All right. Um, final round. Let's do this. Danny, 10 seconds on the clock. All right. Okay, so what R2's going to do to try to foment this kind of rebellion is he's going to use the old holocrons and uh, basically images of his friends to try to remind everyone of what he liked, and this is going to pull at the heartstrings stop, of the old Star stop, Wars. Stop. All right, Brian, 10 seconds. So at the end of the movie, we not only see the big fallout, but at the very end of the movie, we see the fact that all the Jawas are dead and R2 then kills all the droids because he wants to be the supreme droid. Chris, give me some thoughts. No, give me your answer. Uh, man, you know... You had me at the start with with Jawa, with R2 slaughtering Jawas, but then you kind of lost me as it went on. It looks like you weren't taking the pitch as serious anymore. So I'm going to give it to Danny just because he started his story. He kept going with it, and it's interesting because it reflects some of the events. Like R2-D2 has shown emotion, especially if you watch Clone Wars, some of the shit that he does, it's just like, oh, this dude can be feisty. This dude feels it in. You can tell he has bonds with the people, and I think that's great. Like, if you would have stuck to, like, R2 versus Jawas in an escape mission, I would have fucking loved that. That would have been an instant win. But then he was just like, and then he starts the rebellion. I'm like, wait, what? Wh why? And then you're just like, yeah, and then he slaughters everyone because everyone deserves to die. I'm like, so this is like a Michael Bay flick where things are just going boom, 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 bang, 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 pass. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jeff, how'd, how'd you feel? Give me your thoughts. Give me your answer. Ryan's movie is what I want to see, but Danny's movie is what I think Disney would go for. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Like I can see, I can see Ryan's being a really good like what the fuck horror movie, a revenge revenge porn kind of like horror movie. Man, but no, but the heartstrings with the uh, with Ryan's that's Disney's gonna go for that. That's more realistically what's gonna happen if if they had to do a R two D two solo movie. So I'm gonna go with Ryan. Sorry, I mean I mean Danny, I mean Danny. Yeah. <laughs> Womp. Oh wow! What a what a uh, man! Climax climax ended. Okay. Um, yeah yeah yeah. Come on, you gotta gotta help a girl out on that ending a little bit, Jeff. <laughs> All right, Danny. All right, that's two for Danny. Uh, so Danny takes the round. But uh, my thoughts, um, unlike 
Chris, like where you lost him at the end, that's where you got me. I was just like, all right, <laughs> superior <laughs> droid, I am in. However, still, I loved Danny's argument. It was cohesive from each round. One, two, and three told a story for me. Um, when you said that, uh, Danny, when you said that uh, R2-D2 installs the view onto the world, do you mean, like, literally? Do we have, like, a ten-minute action scene of him just doing, like, the, the plug-in thing, and it's like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> He's going to project all of uh, episode uh, A New Hope, uh, Return of the Jedi, and Empire Strikes Back. He's just going to holographically project it on the sky and play it out for people. <laughs> and that's how he's just going to be a roving theater. And that's how he gets people ready and like set to rebel. They'd be like, remember this? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, I think I am going Danny as well. So Danny takes the round, takes the point. And takes the match. Good, sir. Good job. Good play. Harambe's watching over you right now. You proved <laughs> Good game. Good game. Oh, great game, guys. Everyone, uh, you did a good job. Uh, Danny, can you come back and defend the title next week? I guess I have to. I should have thrown it. So <laughs> But all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I should have took mean, a dive. <laughs> you mean all not right. defend the title. You mean try and strip me of mine. Oh, there we go. Oh. Okay. okay. Uh, let's let's be proper, please. Let's okay. be let's address this properly. Thank we'll you. We'll do my training before then on 100 times Earth gravity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, I would say give yourself a plug, but you can't be plugged. You can't find him. You don't know where he lives. <laughs> the first this time I've ever robot. I, I yeah. barely people talk on this thing. I don't know. I'm still on the telegraph and shit, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> you're still sending out Morse code. Yeah. Yeah. I got some Do you have a pager as well? Can I page you? <laughs> it's, it's, it's my messenger pigeon. It's my pager. <laughs> Uh, but tell them about our podcast then. I oh guess. yeah, podcast of X. We throw out uh, issues weekly. We talk about stuff. We uh, gash over Hickman, and uh, we shit on uh, anything that's not uh, up to par. Yeah, this, is <laughs> this is true. All right, um, Danny. Uh, tell them where they can find you, other Danny. Oh me, uh, Danny Darko on Instagram. D a n i d a r k zero. And that's where you can see all my pictures and stuff. Uh, a lot of my art and uh, upcoming cosplays and my climbing crap that I do all yeah. the time. Well, when we're not in Corona. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, where so can they you find, find me? You can find me on Apple, Apple Podcast and Spotify on the Geekside Podcast. I try to upload every Saturday. And on Instagram, you can find me at uh, good, good Guy Photography. And yeah. Nice. Thanks for coming, contestants. Judges, Chris, where can they find you? Oh, man. You can find me on the YouTube at Tofu Waifu Productions, where I upload a little podcast called the Chris and Kyle Podcast with Kyle. Yes, oh. the one that's on this one right here. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, Tofu Waifu Photography for awesome photography, and Tofu.Waifu for mindless shit posting and me <laughs> complaining about how unmotivated coronavirus has made me. Yeah. Can I can I do a little after Jeff gives his book? Can I just do a little like hype reel for next sure. week's episode? Yeah, sure, Jeff, sure, sure, sure. plug really quick. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, yeah, after, tell yeah, them tell yeah. them where they can find you. 
Uh, they can find me at Jeffersaurus Rex either on Instagram or TikTok. Those are both cosplay pages. So yeah. Right on, right on. All right, what what shit talking do you have to partake amongst? Them? Oh, it's not it's not necessarily shit talking. It's me just hyping it up. Like I'm really looking forward to it. It was great judging to see the two opponents that I'm up against because you know me judging really lets me realize holy shit I do have some pretty pretty good competition out there but with that being said um i hope y'all are ready for it to get extra spicy this is like uh if you go order curry this episode was like a level two maybe a level three spicy curry and next week's episode is going to be that level eight curry where you don't even taste the curry anymore it's tough after like three after four yeah that's that's what's gonna happen that's what's coming in next so i hope i hope y'all are ready for that i know all right i hope danny you're ready for that too my friend oh all right if that's level curry i'm gonna be feeling it the next day when i go to the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) you will yes you will folks uh but that'll do it for us this week, my name is Kyle, the one true Kyle. You can find me on Instagram at kylevvalenzuela.photo and uh, find me uh, on uh, TikTok, or not TikTok, uh, the uh, Twitch, the one true Kyle, folks. Uh, but that'll do it for us this week. Uh, tune in next week. We are doing a championship round, folks. I hope you can tune in. This is going to be a big one next week. It's going to be awesome. Oh, away, dude. <laughs> 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 But until then, we will catch you later, folks. Have a good week. See ya. Yeah, see ya.